Okay, cool. What's Andrew, up? Andrew, welcome to the show, man. Glad to be here. Good, man. So listen, I forgot to tell you this earlier, actually. <laughs> I don't have a name for the show yet. You don't have a name? We gotta no. think of one. We do have to think of one. That would be nice. But unfortunately, none yet. And the thing is, is that I keep like uh, thinking about this over and over every day, and I still can't think of anything that's like unique. Well, you know what? We could maybe make that the goal of this talk to kind of, I don't know, figure out what we're about, what yeah. you're about. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we can uh, play with some words, see yeah. what happens. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, definitely. So, because <clears throat> again, like, I don't know if what I'm doing is really unique, but it's just like one of those things. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. So, yeah. And then the thing is, my friend and I were going to do a podcast in the States. Yeah. And then I came to Korea, so that obviously didn't happen. Right. But I was like, you know what? I still want to do this. So I'm just going to just buy the equipment and just try to do this shit myself. And yet, here I am. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's all an experiment. So. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. So why don't you introduce yourself? I know who you are, obviously, but not mm-hmm. everybody else. My name is Andrew Covello. Uh, I've been living in Korea for the past four years. I teach debate. And, yeah. I guess the rest will figure out soon. Definitely. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. And you are new to Daejeon, which is where we're currently at. Yeah, I moved right. here a couple months ago. Nice. It's all right. You nice. know, Korea's kind of the same wherever you go. Right, right. Yeah, I, I've been told that, actually. Yeah. I've only been told that Busan, everybody, like, always compares Busan and uh, Seoul yeah. as compared to, like, which ones are bigger, like, not bigger cities, but which ones are better cities. Right. Some people are like, oh, yeah, they'll swear by Busan, and then I'll be like, no, there's no way, like, Seoul is the best, period, no more, no less. Yeah, I mean, my first year I was here, uh, I was told, you know, there's Busan, there's Seoul, and then there's the rest. Right. <laughs> and, uh, everybody else doesn't, doesn't matter. Busan's all right. It's, it feels like a trashy city, like a trashy fisherman city. Right. But I like it. It was charming. Okay. You know, I like how brash the people are there. Right. Right. It's, it feels like a brutal honesty. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Seoul felt like plastic to me. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. Seoul feels expensive to me. That's what it feels like. Dude, Daejeon's more <clears throat> expensive than Seoul. Really? Quite honestly, yeah. I mean, I think housing is a little cheaper, but okay. you know where I'm living, you know, it's like I, I pay three fifty for a shitty kimbap. You right. know, I, like everything is so expensive. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't really spend that much money here, actually. Mm. Well, I do a lot of cooking myself. That's the key. So yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't really. And then, actually, every day, well, every day that I work, my colleagues and I will eat lunch. We'll go out for lunch. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the average price is like seven thousand won for like a good meal. So yeah, that yeah. sounds similar to Seoul. Yeah, I think it also depends on where you're living. Like, I don't think you lived in Seoul, did you? No. Yeah. So when you go, you would go like all out with your friends, right? Like, celebrate. Yeah. But you know, I was in Gumchungu. Okay. Which is on the southernmost end of Seoul, and it's it's basically like rural. Right. You know, it's countryside. Right. Felt like Hickville. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you were near the um, the Chinese side, right? Yeah, yeah. Gumchungu <clears throat> has the most uh, foreigners in, I think, this the country. Oh, wow. So, probably not. I'd have made that up. I yeah. just heard it from someone else. Right. You know? <laughs> from yeah. a Korean, though. We got a fact checked. Yeah. We got a fact checked. Or that, that most might of them be... are Chinese. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked your place. I, I came to visit a long it time ago. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I liked it. I, I was happy to live there. I had a good life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, now it's shit, now that you're in Deja. No, I'm so <laughs> happy to be rid of that school. Yeah. I won't name names just because, like, you know, I respect the boss a lot, and yeah. I respect my time there. Yeah. But, man, my life is just so much better now that I'm out. Yeah, I've heard some, uh, some horror stories for sure. I mean, you want to just talk about quality of life, right? Yeah. Like, 
I found some old, um, what do you call it? Like fitness checks. Yeah. You know how you step on the scale and you hold the things and yeah. it checks your body weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found one from two years ago and one year ago. Yeah. Like the 2015 one, 79 kilograms, you know, I was all right. Right. The next year, 81 kilograms, I'm all right. Right. And then when I moved to Daejeon the next year, yeah. 110. Right. I gained fucking 30 kilograms. Be, just, by being here? No, no, no. Before, I, like, in that school, in oh, that house. Oh, damn. Like, living that life. Damn. Yeah. 30 that's fucking... That's, that's over 60 pounds. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, now that you're here, quality of life is better. You get to lose it all. Lost five so far. Nice. <laughs> I'm nice. trying. Yeah, but... on a track, man. Yeah. You gotta do... You gotta come and do jujitsu with me. Yeah, that'd yeah, be that'll, cool. That'll make you lose shit. Like this. <laughs> yeah. It'll also put your body in a pain of hurt, but it'll be fine. That's good. Sometimes yeah. pain can help. <clears throat> that's true. Yeah. Uh, sometimes though when you wake up in the morning you're just like shit yeah why (laughs) that was me on saturday morning i came back friday night and like my whole like my left side well first i got hit in the face accidentally (laughs) yeah it was a complete accident it was by a korean guy he like apologized like a million times was like dude relax it happens yeah but like i was i was sparring with this other guy and like my body just got twisted in this weird way so when i left like i my left shoulder and like my back just this side just this side just was like couldn't fucking move but my right side was okay so i was like slumped over it was kind of weird and then saturday morning i woke up and felt a little bit better but i was still just like oh my god why did i do that yeah so so does it still hurt no it's better today yeah way better yeah way better so, and I typically go on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So, hopefully by tomorrow it'll be okay. Mm. If not, I'm not going to go in and get my ass whooped, which is generally what happens. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so, actually, before we start, I'm thinking that we we reverse the order now. So, okay. we'll talk about, like, our free topic first, and then we'll get into everything else. I like that. Okay. Free topic's good warm-up. So, what I wanted to talk about then was pet peeves. Pet peeves? Yeah, man. What oh, are your man. pet peeves? And, like, and I can talk about mine. Yeah, you're going to have to start off. Okay, I'll start off. So one of my biggest, most of my uh, pet peeves come from me working in the restaurant industry. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the the biggest pet peeves in the world. And one of them is when people say they're ready to order and they're not ready to order. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hate that shit so much. (laughs) Like, hey, we're ready to order. And then I come over, okay, great. What can I get you? Right. And you're expecting them just to list out everything. But then then they open the menu like, hmm. Well, I'm like, well, you're not ready to order then, you know, and I always tell them like, hey, if you have any questions or just feel free to ask me, but don't tell me you're ready to order and then open up the menu and start asking questions because that's, you know, it's just like, I hate that so much. The other thing that I hate that's a big pet peeve of mine is when people ask for like additional condiments Mm -hmm. and they don't use it. Oh man, I felt so bad. Last night I went out for some samgyeopsal as pork belly for you wagooks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh which is foreigners by the way. Yeah. I I ordered some uh some extra samjang, right? Because right. they give you a tiny little bit. Yeah, it's annoying. And I, I wanted like a ton. I always eat a ton. Yeah. But for some reason something didn't taste that good. I don't know. So I ended up using like they gave me a boatload. It was nice. literally like an <laughs> I like I appreciate getting a lot of extra this time, but right. I feel bad. I, there's no way I can finish this. No, nah, you put it in the fridge and you order some gum salt tomorrow and just finish it off. No, no, I was in a restaurant. I hope they didn't put it in the fridge. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. damn. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, that's why I kind of like some of the restaurants where you can self-serve. Yeah. Because then you can just, you know, get as much as you want. I like that. Yeah. Um, there was this restaurant around here that did that and it was great. You know, mm-hmm. it was annoying because you kind of have to self-serve, but it's also great because you can get as much as you want without bothering them. Yeah. So, but yeah, extra condiments. Mm-hmm. And I worked in a lot of restaurants, but... I worked for like a big franchise restaurant. 
Um, and people would always ask for like extra ranch and honey mustard and yeah. blue cheese and all that. I'm like, I'm cool. I'll get all that for it. you. <laughs> but don't ask for all of it and then like use like a little bit of it and then the rest is just there. Yeah. You know, like that's annoying. So that's another pet peeve. But again, these are minor ones. My main pet peeve. Yeah. Which is kind of minor to some people, but it's huge to me. Is when you go into a building, doesn't matter which one it is, mm-hmm. you go into a building and there's like two doors that are there, but mm-hmm. one of them is locked. Oh man, so like it's double door and one Double locked. doors, <laughs> or you can have like eight doors, like in this, in my building, we walked in, yeah. in my building, there's like eight, nine doors that are right there, right? Plenty of places to walk through, but if you think about it, or actually you don't know this, there's only two of them that are like unlocked. Mm-hmm. The rest are just locked. I don't get that either. I hate that shit so much, and I hate, and I especially hate having double doors to like a building, and then mm-hmm. one of them is locked and the other one is open. Yep, that pisses me <laughs> off to a whole different level. And again, Man. it's something minor, but I I always do it because I always like try to open up the door, mm-hmm. and then I look like that asshole who looks angry because I try to open up the door, but it's <clears> locked, <throat> so I just yank it. <laughs> And then just out of, like, natural reflex, and mm-hmm. because I'm so pissed off at that moment, I always, like, yank at it a couple more times, just out of anger. Like, fuck you! <laughs> and then I, then I walk to the other side. Then, well, what you gotta do is uh, the Dimitri Martin method, where every door you have to treat as a heavy door. So you just, whoop-boom! Oh, damn. Open it up. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I think that's a bad idea. Because then I'm gonna be, like, that crazy foreigner, you know, who just breaks shit in yeah. the building. Because it's mainly this building, of course, that I walk in and out of the yeah. most, so... Well, you know, you want to be pissed off, like, in my house. Yeah. Um, what happens? Oh, yeah, there's there's the same thing where there's, like, two sets, double doors. Yeah. And the one on the outside left, locked. Inside right, locked. Okay. So you got to go in through the zigzag way. Oh, that's right? annoying. Isn't that annoying? Yeah. And what's worse is that... After doing the zigzag for like a month or two, yeah. I finally decided to try the locked door. Oh, it's damn. not locked. It's it not just lo- says it is. Oh, really? <laughs> so uh, I've been zigzagging for nothing. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually smart, though. That's smart. Just locked. Put a big ass sign there yeah. saying it's locked. Nobody will use it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I like that. And that's, that's actually got to be really annoying when you're drunk, you know, trying to like zigzag through there. Mm, when it's when you're drunk, you don't care. You yeah. know, it's just like uh, open right. them both. Have you been drunk here in in Doonsan? And uh... mm, I've gone out a couple times. Okay, you know, uh, my coworkers don't drink much. Right, and I work till late, so okay, you know. Oh, you went out last night though, right? Yeah, just yeah. I went out with me and my girl. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, nice. uh, some people had to like go down to Busan. Nice. I don't feel like taking a long trip for a weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. But you got the next five days off. I have, like, the next week off. So. Yeah. I'm going to Jeju, actually. Have you been there? Really? Yeah. Jeju. Yeah. That's nice. I've never been. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Most people, most foreigners that I talk to have been there at least once. Yeah. You've been I here mean, in four years, not once. You want to talk about bucket list, right. man. Like, Jeju, though, is something I feel like I need to do. Okay. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I've never been there. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get major to it. major part of Korea. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so those are my pet peeves. Like, those are, like, mm. the the main ones that I have. Like, you everything else doesn't... back on me now. Yeah, let's do it, man. Ill do it. Oh, God. It's it's a hard thing to think about, right? Yeah. Because you try and block out those things. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't know if this is a pet peeve or not, but some people can't listen to nails on a chalkboard. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. You know, the squeaky sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that doesn't bother me. Okay. And I don't even know what the big deal is. But you want to talk about, like, those, how do you call them? These, like, plastic folders. Yeah. It's like a hard plastic folder that makes a scratchy noise. Every oh, time you touch it, like, yeah. I, I just, like, 
writhe in agony. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and our school has like a hundred of them. Oh, one for no. each kid. Something oh, like that. Oh no. Yeah. So you just hear that all day. In the office we have to file papers for the kids so like everyone will take out just like dozens of folders and just Oh man. That's yeah. gotta be annoying as hell. It's my own personal hell. Do you listen to like music while you're doing it? I have to, okay. but then like it's also like the feeling because right. it's in my own hands. Right, right, right. I have to, like, <laughs> so like psychologically, yeah, you just like you know the sounds that are happening. Yeah, I, it's it's the feeling too. Right. Like it's actually like oh the feeling. You don't like the feeling like in your both. hands. I can oh, I can wow. feel it, and when I hear other people, I can hear the feeling. Oh damn, <laughs> that sounds like straight hell right there. Yeah, yeah, man. You need to get through that ASAP. I like. I've had to like take Valium just to file papers before because <laughs> we take out that like it's filing time and I right. start like having a panic attack. Right. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but you know that's actually something I've been meaning to research. Yeah. You know, because I don't understand how that works. Right. Right. I don't know either. Like, why do certain sounds cause pain to people? Yeah, like, I don't. Not know. even high pitched sounds like. Yeah. It's a particular quality of sound. Like, what is that? I've yeah. been meaning to research that. It's a very good question. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> and, like, know. why is it that, like, for me, it's nails on, it's not nails on a chalkboard. Right. It's, uh, what do you call it? It's the folders. Right. right? Or nylon pants, man. Nylon pants, too. I can't, <laughs> can't touch them. <laughs> nylon pants. Well, that's okay. I understand that. Yeah. yeah. How's my sound, by the way? Good. I'm adjusting my seat. Yeah. yeah We're all right? Yeah. Good. good. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the girls I work with, her thing is, uh, I think she also has the nylon pants thing. Right. Thank God those are not in fashion anymore. Yeah. By the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, no, they are. They are annoying though. The, the sound, like even looking at them to an extent, is just like why. I bet people with the Velcro oh, allergy. I don't. I want to call it like an ear allergy. Right. Not an allergy. It's like an ear allergy. Yeah. Like Shh. yeah. Shh. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. But. It used to be cool when we were younger, when we were kids, you know, just making that sound and doing that, that motion was always cool. Yeah. But now we're just like, nah, fuck that. Can't handle it. So that's interesting. Okay. What other pet peeves you got? Um, well, the rest are just kind of like, I don't know, false OCD, like right. organization ideas. Okay. Like, you know, you don't want shit everywhere. Right. <laughs> my, yeah. my, uh, coworker, like the desk next to me, if they're like putting their papers over the border. Right. I'm like, I'm building uh, a wall. Right. No, no more, no more of this. <laughs> right. We can't, I can't handle this. <laughs> I can't take it. Nah, that's fair. Yeah. No, I don't have too, too many interesting pet peeves. I try and be cool about it right. or I try and lie about it. You right. know, I don't, I don't want to bring my pet peeves to the forefront. Right. Right. Yeah. No, you know what? And the thing is, like, that's that's commendable. And I'm, I'm the same way to an extent. Like, my pet peeves are, like, minor. The restaurant ones came after working in the restaurant industry for, like, seven years. Right. You know, actually longer than that. Like, my first restaurant job, my first job ever was when mm-hmm. I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. You, you ever heard of Five Guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my first job. I heard job. that. And then I worked in, like, went there. Lito's Pizza and Outback Steakhouse. And I was at Outback Steakhouse for a long period of time. So, like, those, those things just, like just comes with time you know and it didn't annoy me at first and then you just keep doing that every day every other day yeah oh, man it's so fucking annoying i feel that and the doors in the, the door thing is the same thing yeah. like that just happened over years and years and years like oh i'm sorry like i didn't know the door was locked i apologize for putting that much strain on your door right and then like a year or two later i'm like fuck that door right That's, that door should have been unlocked irritating. the whole time yeah <laughs> <laughs> why do you have two doors if it's not gonna be unlocked Mm-hmm. And I get it. People make the argument like, oh, well, it's the air. You know, you're supposed to, when it's cold outside or whatever, you don't want that both doors to come open because all that air intake and all that other stuff. Yeah, is that how it works? That's know. what I've been told. Again, I think it's bullshit, but, you know, that's just me. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's all goody, though. 
I don't know. I guess like my other pet peeves would be. Uh, I don't know. We don't want to make it too Korea focused, right? No, but no, it, it has no. to do be with universal. Yeah, yeah. I guess it has to do with just like things people say in Korea right. that bug me. Okay, like uh, it's it's probably an irrational pet peeve, but it's just like the when Korean people compliment my language abilities. Right. Like it just. I don't know. There's many people who will tell me like, "Oh, it's not a big deal," or "Oh, they're just surprised because foreigners don't know Korean." Or, right. But I don't know. For some reason, it, it always feels so condescending. Mm, okay. You know, it's often a false compliment. <clears throat> okay. Or. Oh, I like, don't know. Like, like a false compliment as like, "Oh, wow! Like, we're surprised you can speak our language." Exactly. Okay, yeah. That's how it feels, yeah. and it, it's it's not that. that alone. Yeah. Because like, I'd be cool. Like, I get it. You're surprised. But it's also the fact that almost every conversation needs to be prefaced with that. Right, okay. Like, I'm a guy who likes to talk to strangers. You right. know, I can talk to anybody. Um, sometimes I just want to have a conversation with people. Right. If they seem like they're open to it, that's cool. But in Korea, you can't do that unless you want them to be surprised by your ability to talk. Right. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Korea wants to be a major, like, force in the world. They want people to know them and reckon with them. Right. But at the same time, they don't want to recognize that, you know, people are coming here. Right. People are learning about Korea. Yeah. They want people to learn about Korea, but they're surprised when they do. Mm. That's how it feels. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's interesting. <clears throat> and, you know, and I think um, culturally, that makes sense to me because then there's different generations, right? Yeah. So you have, like, the older generation, you have, like, the newer generation, like the millennials, like, our age. Um, and then apparently from what I understand is that the newer generation, our generation yeah. is a little bit more accepting, um, yeah. and a little bit more open, yeah. but not everybody, you know, just, but a good amount of them. But then, then you have like the older generation is just kind of like, well, why are you here? Right. First of all. And then the second question is like, and then, then they're like surprised that you can speak. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that you say that they're surprised that you can speak right. not like that you can speak language exactly right? yeah it's because that's how it feels like oh wow you're not retarded like right you can talk. exactly yeah. like come on exactly like it's like a superiority complex i've seen it i've seen it in other countries too like they every country is and not i'm not saying this about korea it's not specifically. a superiority complex though really the big thing about korea is that like historically yeah it's always had an inferiority complex. Right. It's, you know, it's it's the short guy who wants to be tough. It's the chihuahua who wants to bark loud. Right. Like, Korea is an amazing country. It has a long, rich history. It has been around giants. You know, its neighbors are China and Japan. Right. You know, America's a major influence. Russia's right there. Right. And there's this little Korea, but for millennia, Korea's maintained a unique identity, a unique culture. They have to do that by being strong, but the rest of the world wants to see them as weak. Right. They want to see them as small. Right. So, Korea's, I think Korean people are very quick to say, like, you know, this is our country. Right. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. Because, like, for me, it seems like a superiority complex. And, again, I've seen this in other countries, and I definitely think it it it's here to an extent, too. Yeah. Because... I guess it could go both ways, yeah. Yeah. Well, the way that I see it is because... Like you said, it is a very unique country, and it's a powerhouse. Yeah. Right? And cons considering their history, especially their recent history, um, they are a powerhouse, and they know that they're better than the majority of Asian <laughs> countries out there. Right? Yeah. And I and I hear them, you know, they talk about it sometimes, too. You know, even my students were just like, oh, yeah, well, we're better than these countries. And it and mainly happens with, like, China and Japan. Like, those are the right. main ones. And I get that. 
But even even when you're talking to people like our generation, like, yeah, we know we're better than Malaysia and the Philippines and Indonesia and Thailand. You know, they will just go down the list. Like, we know it. Yeah. So I don't I th- think any Korean would disagree with that. Right, exactly. So, and, and what even I think Even if of they it, say Korea sucks. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they want to leave. They hate this yeah, and this. I hate but this country. Like, we're better than them. Yeah, but we're still better than them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, maybe, maybe. And again, Korea is not the only country that does that. Like, of there's course. lots of other countries that do the same thing. America yeah. is one of them. Um, I mean, it helps how, like, I don't know, homogenized yeah, this absolutely. country is. A lot yeah. of national pride here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, well, it might be like a superiority complex. So like, oh, yeah, we're Korea. We know we're awesome. We know we're amazing. And, like, why are you here? And then I'm surprised that you even, you can even handle the the complexity of our language and everything else. Even right. though the language is not really that complex at all, in my opinion. Hmm. It's, it's yeah. pretty simple for the most part. I'm learning. I'm not. I'm not a. You know. I'm not as good as you, definitely. But mm. you know, as compared to other languages, as compared to like Arabic, for example, which is my yeah. second language, Korean is nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. Do so, you, are you like uh, like a native speaker? No, to to, to Arabic. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh. I can get around. I can have a good conversation. But once you start treading into politics and like science and stuff like that i can't yeah Yeah. (laughs) not that good (laughs) i don't know korean does have its own complexities rather than complexity because like that's such a subjective term with languages it's true it's very dependent on your native language right but it has a lot of idiosyncrasies right so many uh what do you call it like uh what is it um like onomatopoeias Mm -hmm. they have so many of those I don't know what that is, though. Onomatopoeia, it's like a a word that represents a sound. Oh, Like, what is the sound of your stomach rumbling? Right. right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They have a word for that. Yeah, you can't really, yeah. (laughs) So you'll be watching TV, and, oh, they also have words for, like, you know, body motions. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, if you're, like, bowing your head, right? right? Like, we don't have a word for that. You just bow. You just bow, yeah. Right? But what do they say? It's like, kudok. Right. Or something like that, oh, you know. That's interesting. You know, they have a word for the motion, too. Hmm. So you'll be watching TV, and you know they subtitle everything. They right. have, like, big, loud text popping yeah. up. Yeah, um, And you, I'll just constantly see things, like, what the hell is that? Yeah. What is that? What is that? <laughs> right. You'll have, like, words for, like, the way you stare. Like, right. hmm. Huh. How do you have a word for a stare? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it, but it's that's, cool. But that's what makes language so interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, if I could go back to school, I would probably be a linguist. That's honestly, you know, that's another thing. We wanted to move on to passions. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out like how I can fit being a linguist into my future. Okay. Well, let's, let's move on to that then. Like what is your, let's go into your passions and what exactly you want to do in the future. And then we'll move into the bucket list. It'll be like a nice smooth transition. So I dig it. Take it it away, sir. All right. So just to stick with the theme, you know, you want to talk about like an everyday person. Right. You know, we're going to see the common man. So I guess I'll try and focus on what's common in me. Okay. But like so many other young people, I went to school. I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew is that I should. You know, I was always told like, all right, I'm a pretty smart guy. So I'm not going to join the army because I should go to school. Right. You know, I now learned that very intelligent people are in the army. But back then. (laughs) Back then you didn't know any different. Back then I just knew like my skinhead friends. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to high school, Andrew. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I wanted to be a punk. They were skinheads. Let's hang out. Right. God. Um, So I went to school and I took a philosophy class and I just fell into it. Right. Right. And that became my life for the next four years and onward. Just like reading these books, like lost in thought, right. you know, looking down on scientists, like science, bah, 
all they know is numbers we have pure thought right it's it's again it's so many stupid things in retrospect yeah you know when you're 20 you think you know fucking everything of course but oh man but still i love philosophy i think it is like a very great way to exercise your mind right you don't want to just learn about like oh well you know sugar melts this fast in water like let's learn from that yeah no you want to ask like you know what is you know like how does time affect our memory like what is the nature of being in relation to the past and the present right like these are always the questions that have preoccupied me in the past decade or so okay but i figured out like wow you can move to korea and teach english and i thought okay there's no jobs in America. Let me just get out of this country. Right. Like, I'll, I'll make some money in Korea, and why not? So I found out that I should learn the language, right? If I'm going to move to another country, I should learn the language. And I started studying it, and I just thought it was so much fun. You know, I was learning about everything. Like, oh, wow, what's a relative clause? Like, this is cool. You know, what is, uh, you know, onomatopoeia, waitail, like all that stuff. Right. Right. Um, and I just found myself in my free time, just like absorbed in the world of words, you know, like just studying IPA charts for fun, like listening to all the different vowel sounds, trying to make like the Scottish A sound instead of the American English A sound. Like it's just (laughs) nice. I don't know. Just (laughs) you got into that real hard. I I fell into it, man. When I was in university, I would be sitting there like instead of doing my Aristotle paper, right. I would be looking up old ancient Greek texts of Aristotle and nice. trying to find like a cool phrase. And then I would look at it in Greek and like translate each word nice. and figure out like, oh, like, you know, what is, oh, it's, this is a, a genitive. Like, what the hell does that mean? Let me look at that. Nice. I would like find a way to write Greek and then I'd put a little Greek quote on my paper. Like... <laughs> It went a long way. This better get an A. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know the amount of time that I put into this. Yeah, it was cool though. You know, you you read some shit in the original language. Yeah, you know, it, Aristotle's not that boring in right. Greek. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. Just something about words and how there's so many different ways to say the same thing. Yeah, it always fascinated me. Or the nicest, the newest, the most poetic. Right. So. So with that, though, you mainly use the Korean language for. Do you use it mainly for communicating? Do you try to explore the, you know, the, like, the history of the language? Do you try to explore, like, the poetics of it thus far? Well, I guess I'll have to put it to you this way. Uh, my usage of the language has changed recently. Okay. You know, I went to school for it. Yeah, I took a year off of working in Korea, and I just went to Korean school. Right. Um. And for a while, like, I considered myself an advanced speaker, but lately I've been thinking about, like, I don't know, mentally dropping myself to a more intermediate level. Okay. Because I don't use it enough, you know? Okay. Right now, like, if there's something I need to read in Korean, whether, like, a news article, Wikipedia page, you know, I'll get a letter from the government, something like that. Right. I'll, I'll use it. Uh, my new boss at my school, like, he doesn't speak English, so I did some interviews in Korean. Nice. Um, yeah, just out of, I don't know. I mean, I would say that's advanced, though, if you can do an interview in Korean. Is it? Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess. In terms of speaking, yeah. Always striving to grow, then. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'll talk to people in the office with it, but it's mostly just, I don't know, part of me likes to show off. Right. That's, it's hard for me to admit that. This is a big revelation for me. You know, right. <laughs> part of me wants to just show off. Yeah. Um, part of me just likes it. You know, there's certain things that are just phrased really nicely in Korean. Right. Uh, Korean has a lot of conditions. Yeah. In that, like, it's, it depends on the context. You know, it, you can say one thing in English, but if you want to change it into Korean, you have to look at the context, right? So, like, um, it's hard for me to think of an example off the top of my head besides, like, uh, I want to, like, I, I want to go. Right. I don't know. Like, you could say, like, oh, nega ga go shippo. Nagale. Uh, nega, uh, jonun ga kesunda. You know, there's so many different ways, depending on who you're talking to. Right. Uh, you know, whether you're <clears throat> higher or lower than them. Yeah, I noticed that. The honorific form. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. You can be higher than them, but in a casual conversation. Right. You know, there, there's just like, I don't know, I like it. Right. In that, in that way, it's very specific, but in other ways, it's very vague. Okay. So, I don't know. I'll use it for that. But, you know, that's interesting, though. Let's explore how about um, with you saying that you like to show off a little bit, right? Because if you think about it, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, per se. Because, guess, like, if you, if you really think about it. It's my own inferiority complex. But, I mean, no, I mean, don't, don't go out of your way and be like, yeah, I speak Korean. Yeah. I'm a beast and you're not. You know, like, no, it's more like, not. I do speak. Foreigners can do this. Yeah, like, exactly. Listen to yeah, me. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, because yeah. learning, first of all, learning another language is not easy, mm-hmm. right? It is not easy at all. It doesn't matter how easy the language is, right? And yeah. well, of course, that's very subjective in, in and of itself. Yeah. But it, learning another language is not easy. Then being able to apply it, you know, to everyday use is yeah. a whole different ballgame. So you should be able to take that credit and say, like, yes, I can do this. Yes, I did this. Yes, I can do this. And, you know, yes, I'm good at it. There's nothing wrong with realizing that. I think yeah. if you're, like, throwing it in people's faces, then, yeah, you could be a little, you could, you could be a little hard on yourself. Yeah. But... I don't but do at the same time, you also realize that you need to grow, right? Which is yeah. perfectly fine because we all need to grow in various ways. But especially with language and a foreign language, you're always going to be growing. That's period. True. It doesn't matter how much you know. I remember I met this guy. I was in Jordan for a while. I met this guy. He was in Jordan for like 10 years and his Arabic was like phenomenal. Yeah. But even he says, he's like, yeah, my Arabic is not that good. Yeah. I'm like, dude, are you Kind of plateau joking? maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, are you joking? So he's like, no, I'm still learning new things like every other day. It's crazy. Yeah. So... That's just the way it is. Yeah. You know? But to me, as long as you can get around, you know, get what you want and be able to have conversations and be able to have fun in another language, like, that's good enough. If you work hard in your first year, like, your second year, you can be totally cool. Yeah. Yeah, you I think know. so, too. Yeah. But it definitely plateaus. Like, you have to study a lot of vocabulary. Right. The grammar kind of, like, the grammar you can all master pretty quick. Right. There's only a few things. Like, my second year here was spent, like, trying to learn all the weird grammar concepts I right. could. Verb at the end? Nah, that's that's day one stuff, you know? <laughs> I'm talking, like... That still confuses the shit out of me, I'm not gonna lie. You get that straight in your head. Yeah. That's more of, like, a like a mental battle right. than anything. I'm talking just, like... I guess... I don't know. I'm not a linguist, so I don't want to, like, say some dumb shit. But, right. Um, there's constructions that are like grammar constructions right but they just use like different words okay i don't know how to say this yeah i don't like, know either we're <laughs> neither of us yeah, are linguists right there, we did not follow the path we should have followed <laughs> there's certain words right yeah that uh like 
Mm, I guess the best example I can think of would be like konyong. Okay. Right. That's a, that's. I guess you can call it a grammar construction, mm-hmm. but it's just it means like not even. Not even. Yeah. So for example, like w- dance, you can't even walk. Like chumun right. konyong. Right. Kojido motte. You know, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, like, not even, like, it's not even, like, when you're placing a picture on the wall or not even. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I had trouble speaking just now because it's like, well, is konyang, like, vocabulary? Is that grammar? Right. What what category does that fall into? Yeah. 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 So I I spent, like, my second year here just studying all those weird constructions. Right. Right. And at this point, like, I'm sure there's plenty I don't know, but it's all about the vocab now. Yeah. No, that's great, though. I mean, Mm. vocabulary is obviously a huge component of language, you know. After a while, like, I feel like I should just be learning Chinese. Right. Because all the hard words in Korean are just Chinese words. Right, yeah, yeah. Because there, there is some um, mixing there. Or archaic words that you rarely hear. Right, or use. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that kind of goes into, like, the colloquial language that's used, right? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the colloquial language that's used every day, you know, most of the time, at least in the, you know, my experiences is not going to coincide with a lot of the language that you read in history books, for example, if you're reading yeah. it in that, if you're reading it in that source language, um, it's going to be completely different. Yeah. So especially depending on how old it is too. Yeah. You know, cause language changes all the time. It's true. You know, all the time. And that's what makes it interesting, but also annoying as shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, Korea is becoming more, I don't know the, the way Korean changes right yeah. now. Uh, they like to mash up words. Mm. Like, what they'll do is they'll take like you have three words they'll take the first syllable of each word and mash it together oh. like, uh, it's hard to think of an example off the top of my head yeah um but <sighs> that's interesting though yeah uh, i guess for example like maum sang cho you know that means like my heart is hurt my heart injury oh. but instead of that they'll say just mam sang Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, just like a shortened version of it. Yeah, oh, okay. just the first syllable of each word. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do a lot of that. Um, and a lot of wereo, uh, that means uh, loan words. Right. Right? They'll have, uh, like, Chinese actually counts as loan words, I think. Okay. So all, like, the government words, anything with Chinese characters, like, that's wereo. Like, Japanese words, English words. Right. Konglish. Kongli. Yeah, Kongli. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. So that's becoming more prevalent, right? And I mean, if any, I'm sure if anybody's still listening to this, they're probably somewhat interested in the Korean language. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, if when North Korea collapses, one thing they're going to have to reckon with is that North Korean uses no way to It has nothing from China or foreign countries, right? So instead of like ice cream. They'll say like, what is it? Orum guaja, ice candy. Oh, that's you know, interesting. They, and that's all Korean, right? No Chinese loan words there. Right. Um, so if these people try and reintegrate with South Korea, like they're gonna have so many words they don't know. Yeah. The languages are diverging. Yeah. In a in a rapid way. Yeah, that you know, just language would be the least of their problems. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's, <laughs> yeah, you're totally you're absolutely yeah. right though. Like. Language is definitely going to be a huge, like, a major, you know, component of that, too. You know, I've always been curious on how that would, how that would actually happen. Yeah. The reunification of North right. and South Korea. Oh, and man. it's actually been the subject uh, for a lot of conversations that I've had recently with Koreans. So shall we change from armchair linguists to armchair generals? Yes. Or armchair politicians? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're capable of having that conversation right now. 
Well, I mean, oh, there's so much. There's so much that goes into it too. You know what I was just saying about the inferiority complex yeah. of like the national identity. Um, I think it goes into it with uh, the North Korean situation, and I'm seeing so many conversations with people, you know, scared, concerned, and they don't seem to recognize this simple fact: is that historically, just Korea's been a small nation. Yeah. 